Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hello, this is Keith Chancy with the Canicuck Institute coming live to you from Branson, Missouri. And I am so excited to talk to you guys about what's going on here in Branson today. I have two very dear friends. I have uh, Michael and I have Holly Tamang all the way from Nepal. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear their story. As you guys know, you know, last year I did a little venture. I went over to Nepal and I climbed a little mountain called Mount Everest. Went to base camp. And as I was going up to base camp, it was courtesy 100% of, of Michael and Holly getting me over there. Uh, they, they thought that the ministry I was going to have was climbing this mountain, but it wasn't. The, the greatest joy that I found in my life was not climbing to base camp of Mount Everest, but it was watching the ministry that God was using them to impact a, a, a country like Nepal with the gospel of Jesus Christ, where the majority of the people, there, over 98% are Hindus believing in over 33 million different gods. And they showed me how that God was doing miraculous things there in Nepal because the teaching of God's word and the equipping and the entrusting and bringing people to the hope of the saving grace of God through repentance. And so guys, today, what I want to do is I want to introduce to you, uh, Michael Tamang. Michael, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you, Keith. Man, I, hey, would you do me a favor? Could you speak to the people out there in Nepalese? I just said, how are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Man, I love that. Well, guys, I know this. You're in for a treat today because I just got through hearing uh, Michael and Holly just share with our students here at the Canicook Institute and what they share with just how, what God's doing over there. And so the question, Michael, I'd just love to ask you is, is what is it exactly that you do? Okay. I'm Michael. I'm born and raised in Nepal. And then... uh from 2015, Holly and I, my wife and I, we got married and we have been doing ministry uh, with Light to the World. And we do worship training. Basically, we do two things. We do training for three months and do we do youth camps. Wow. So you, when you say um, uh, worship training, what does that mean? Uh, since I have been leading worship since age of 13 until yeah. now, and worship is a big part of my heart and my wife's heart, and then... Uh, we bring in all the students from all over Nepal and we uh, keep them there. We train them in biblical f- fundamental teachings in the morning and in the afternoon we give them practical lessons and we allow them to have opportunity to go out and do youth camps and serve in the local churches and grow their heart for worship. Wow, Michael, that is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor, walk me through history a little bit. Tell me a little bit about how did you come to Christ? Uh, this is a long story, but I'll tell in a short way. My grandfather in the uh, 60s, uh, they get, they, uh, he gave his life to Jesus. Mm. And during, until 50s, there were no believers in Nepal. But during 60s and 70s, people started to hear the gospel through missionaries. And my grandma was sick during the time, and then she tried everything, which doctor, doctor, everything, nothing worked. And then Christians came and prayed and laid their hands in, in Jesus' name, be healed. And she was healed in two weeks. And because of that, they gave their life to Jesus. And uh, that, that because of that faith, there was a persecution in my grandfather's family when my dad was 13-ish age. And then they had to be, uh, they were persecuted from that place. And my, gra- my mother has a similar story. They were also persecuted from different places because of their faith in Jesus. And then they came in a new place and they were neighbors and they started a new church there. And my parents met there. 
and uh yep and i was uh, born and raised in a uh, as a pastor's kid mm. yeah. so you are a pastor's kid you heard of these miracles that were happening and mm-hmm. so a lot of folks in nepal their belief is that they begin to see miracles and i love what you said this morning you said that the greatest miracle ever was the miracle of jesus christ mm-hmm. his birth his death mm-hmm. his resurrection mm-hmm. which is why we celebrate christian yeah. christmas and i'm so excited that you said that but there's a lot of uh, stuff that happens in Nepal that is against God. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, Nepal is a predominantly Hindu society. Mm. So, and the Christianity is gro- the fastest growing religion or a people group there. But no, no, religion there in Nepal. Mm. So, uh, right now from 2015, it is a little bit hard. Before that, we would do open conference, openly talk about Jesus. But now after 2015, government made a law mm-hmm. that it is uh, unlawful to convert someone to any religion, especially the government is targeting mm-hmm. Christians. So it is a little bit challenging for us to openly share the gospel, but we are that cannot stop us from sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. We find our ways in, and then we still share the gospel, and people are coming to Christ. The gospel is not stopped. Yeah, Michael and Holly Tamang say the gospel is spreading throughout Nepal because you are not going to let even what the government says to yeah. stop you from doing <laughs> what God says, right? Amen. I love that. Amen. What a praise. Well, you know, Michael, I'm so excited to hear that, you know, and so how do you do that exactly? You know, so y'all are taking in folks like we do here in America. You're getting men and women that are coming to learn and you're teaching and you guys are helping them to grow. Talk a little bit about what your program is over there. Uh, especially we love to have interns like from America or any other country. Mm. We, st- we already have uh, mission trips and then lots of people come with us and they especially help uh, with us in youth camp that we uh, that, that we hold and that they can come and counsel our campers and then help with the sports or music that those are the two main uh, areas where we focus and we have, what we have found is like through music and sports we can reach out to their hearts and then uh, interns can help in that way mm. and that they have helped us so far great michael what is the name of your ministry Light to the world. Light with the number two. Number two, the world. the world, yes. And so if you guys wanted to look that up, it'd be so advantageous to you because I know that a lot of you out there are looking for places to go and do either short-term ministries, mm-hmm. yeah. long-term ministries. There's even some of you out there going, you know, I wonder what I'm going to do next in my next steps of what I want to do with my occupation. And once again, this could be a calling, you know, and Michael and Holly will tell, tell you a little bit more of the opportunities they have over there. But what they are doing, I went over there, I firsthand had, I was able to see this. I saw them as we went through Pokhara, Chitwan, and Mm -hmm. Kathmandu. I saw ministry that they were absolutely ministering to people where we know that lives are being changed and we're seeing the gospel being preached and we're seeing these people uh, discipline themselves for for the purpose of the gospel that they are memorizing God's word. They're communicating truth. They're doing true evangelism, not just evangelism that they're just leading people to Christ, but they're doing discipleship to help them understand how to walk now and to make a difference in their world for Christ. So mm-hmm. I saw it firsthand. Yeah. And so I'm a firm believer in what God is doing through you guys and so proud of you for what you're doing. You know, and I thank you, you know, Michael, as you just said that you, know, you, you gave your life to Christ and you saw in the middle because of your family that loved God, loved Christ. And you saw that, and it put you on a path to do worship ministry, mm-hmm. discipleship ministry, yeah. equipping ministry, yeah. camp ministry. Yeah. And so if I was out there and I go, you know what, Michael, what would it look like if I came to Nepal? Would I just need to get online and, and, and look at uh, 
ministry or, you know, Holly, you're standing there and I'm not mm. sitting right there. Tell me a little bit about what should I do if I'm out there and I'm wondering what should I do as my next step to come do a short-term ministry with you? Well, of course, first pray. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we do have our website, like Keith shared, it's www.lighttotheworld, it's number two, lighttotheworld.org. And you can go on there and it's under connect. You can go to, there's an application, you can email us, you can apply to come today. And what it would look like, again, is, you know, being a part of our training school, you would sit in some classes, learn how to mentor, lead devotions, and then again, uh, be able to participate in the camps. Wow. You know, tell us a little bit about the camps that you have going over, over there. Because when I went over there, we looked at a piece of property that you guys are looking to buy. And so you're looking for supporters that might can help you guys, you know, purchase a piece of property. You're looking for also for opportunities as you bring in these kids in this camp. It costs you $200, but you're asking for people to give $100 a month that possibly could begin to help these kids in a country where the majority of the people in the whole country are Hindus, not worshiping God, worshiping monkeys and idols and all that stuff. And you're saying, hey, we can change our place right now. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So what's very exciting is about half of the young people who do come to our camps, we we share the gospel the first night and we see many of them mm. actually giving their lives to Jesus, saying yes to Jesus for the first time. So it's so exciting. But we've also brought a new level of fun to the camps where they get to actually participate in sports ministries, which is not really going on in camps in Nepal. It's more conferences and teachings all day. So we're bringing in not only sports and fun, but we are bringing God at the center of the fun. Um, so we teach them uh, God, godly character mm. and uh, how to have a life founded on Christ within all the fun activities. Mm, it sounds like this would be, I mean, I'm just kind of getting excited about that because I know when I went over there with my son, it was a great opportunity as I saw your ministries and participating in your ministries. We also climbed a mountain called Everest. And so in that, I go, if you're out there thinking about what a great opportunity this would be, it's a multifaceted opportunity that to take your soccer skills, you know, uh, basketball skills, any type of athletic skill that you could, that you could bring over here, yeah. teach these kids. And we take the activity of sports, but we entwine it to mm -hmm. talking about Jesus. And so we earn the right to be heard, get these kids excited about what, our sports, and then we introduce them to Christ and begin to help mm -hmm. them understand how to walk with Christ to take it back home to their mothers, their daddies, their brothers, grandmas, aunts, uncles. And it's just an amazing thing of how you guys are doing that. And I'm so excited about that. Mm -hmm. And then guys, you know, if you're thinking about this, you could say also, we can combine this with a a little trek up the mountains. It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. all the way to base camp. There's a lot of treks all over Absolutely. Nepal that you guys could go to to make this maybe one of, the, I, I think very, and I really believe this, one of the most memorable trips that you'll ever take in your life. Mm -hmm. And Nepal, the biggest expense of getting to Nepal is your flight there. And mm -hmm. you guys as a church can begin to talk about that. But once you get there, it's relatively very inexpensive, but so worthwhile when you're talking about changing a culture for Christ. Absolutely. You know, Holly, talk a little bit. I want to hear you share your story. When did you become a Christian? 
Yeah, I also was raised in a Christian family. My mother and father, they loved God. I was in the church from the time I was born. Now you weren't, you're you're not Nepalese. Yeah, I am I am a very you much look different um, than Michael, okay? <laughs> yes, I'm very much American from California. And uh, so just raised in the church and probably when I was four or five, I prayed to Jesus mm-hmm. and um and you gave my life to him and However, when I was about 14, I felt a call to the world, uh, to missions, to go there. And um, But at the same time, I also had some inner struggles um, that I struggled with. Though I loved God, I struggled with some depression. And so in that area, it's like I wasn't discipled with how to train my thoughts and yes. take every thought captive. Um and eventually, I uh, went to Bible college, went to seminary, still with some of these struggles. And after a long process, I actually got free uh, from my depression and went over to Nepal. Um, and one of the, the topics that we teach on is deliverance. And so we see a lot of young people delivered mm-hmm. as well. Um, but I didn't really know where to go, just praying through, Lord, show me where to go. And I actually thought I was going to go to Africa. I went there for a year and taught Bible and again prayed. And I started hearing unreached, unreached, yeah. the unreached area of the world. And so researched there that it's not only un- unreached, it's undiscipled, it's under-resourced. And so when I went there, um, it was my 38th country that I had been to, and I just looked around, shocked that, you know, people are bowing down and worshiping other gods. And I thought, you know, I need God's, you're calling me here to shine as a bright light. Mm. And you got there, you began to do ministry, you met Michael, you guys are married, you have four kids, is that correct? That's right. And I, they're very beautiful kids, and you guys are starting a youth camp. You're doing mm-hmm. ministry. You guys are doing exactly what Matthew 28 says. You are making disciples of all the nations. And you guys coming together is such a beautiful picture of what Christ wants. And so what I want to do is I just want to, in the conclusion of this little podcast, I just want to reach out to you guys out there that are listening to this, that if you know anyone, if you're thinking about doing a mission project, this could be a life-changing mission project. Michael and Holly are doing incredible things through the Lord and through the Word of God, through prayer. They're asking God to bring people there that could be world changers and that you guys could come in, bring in some of your students or your college students or even men bringing men in or women bringing women that they could begin to help you guys to have a great experience reaching others there in a in a country that is in desperate need of Jesus, but at the same time could take you on some uh, treks Make this not just a one-dimensional ministry deal, but a great opportunity for you guys to really learn and grow and be challenged at a level that would be overwhelming. But the most important thing will be about Jesus. And so, guys, I am thankful for Michael and Holly coming to us today, sharing their stories about how they came to Christ and how Christ changed them, brought them together. And now here they are back in a country that's in desperate need of Jesus, and they are having a great impact there and would love for you to join with them prayerfully, financially, or coming to see them. And so once again, I want to say, Light to the number two, the world ministries, world, and they would love for you guys to get in touch with them, find out more of what they're doing, because I guarantee you, you'll be blessed 
to be a part of what God's doing. And once again, if you just want to pray for them, we would love to see God do a great movement in Nepal that could change their culture. And so guys, thank y'all for listening today. Once again, we are so appreciative of you. Know we're praying for you guys and love you much. Hey, have the greatest day ever. God bless. Bye now.